Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast, the show where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier, and then we talk about it and we find out how it went. Today's guest is Nima Nazari. Oh, I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this one. Uh, Like, just what a cool guy. (laughs) What a cool guy Neva is. This was such a great chat. His assignment was about connection with others, uh, which is especially important right now, um, particularly if you are locally based to where I'm recording this podcast. Uh, I'm recording in Toronto, obviously, and we're in the middle of a lockdown. So connection with others, super important right now. If you want to support Nima in general, you can follow him on social media. Uh, on Instagram, you can follow him at Nima Naz, N-E-E-M-A-N-A-Z. Uh, if you want to follow him on Twitter, you can follow him at Nima Naz TV, the same thing that I just spelled out, plus the letters T and V. <laughs> you know letters. Um, and you can subscribe to his YouTube channel, which is also Nima Naz. Um, so, please do that. Uh, What a fantastic guy. You're definitely going to love everything of his that you find on the internet. Uh, Just what a cool dude. If you want to support this podcast in general, you can like, rate, and subscribe. Uh, You can follow me on social media at at Hamiltrace. Uh, And just a little note of housekeeping before we get into the episode, uh, we're changing the release schedule a little bit. So uh, I'm going to be aiming to release at least one episode per month. Maybe it'll end up being more. Who knows? Um, But hey, if you guys are like, oh no, I... I listen to this all the time. I need a dose of this every week. Hey, man, we've been going for over a year here. We got lots of episodes. <laughs> we, we've got over 50 episodes of, uh, of old ones that you could go and listen to. I'm sure you haven't listened to them all. Uh, and if you have, maybe you need to re-listen to one. Uh, maybe you need to go back to one that you found particularly useful or poignant or whatever. Uh, go back and listen to that one. Um, and, uh, hey, if you're hungry for more content, you can go and follow all of the guests that we've had on various things and see all of the wonderful things that they're making. And uh, in the meantime, please enjoy this conversation with Nima Nazari. Nima! Hey! (laughs) Uh, We start with an honest, how are you? So how are you doing for real? Oh, I'm I'm on, I'm honestly doing great. I yeah? um yeah, I I just actually got back from working out. Um uh-huh. it's a beautiful day outside. So we yeah, took advantage is. obviously, like we like everyone should just uh you know, we played soccer, me, my brother and a couple of my friends and nice. yeah, it was it was fun. They took down all the meshes from the mm-hmm. nets, which we're pretty mad about, but <laughs> it's okay. We still made 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 do and we're we're living, so it's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, my honest, how are you? Um, <laughs> oh yeah, been, how are you? <laughs> Sorry. Been, so, no, it's okay. This has been a weird week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a very weird week. Um, so. Well, this morning, for example, um, I fought a hawk. <laughs> you fought a hawk? How is that even possible? I didn't even know that was a thing <laughs> in Canada. Like, I didn't even know there's hawks in Canada. It might have been a falcon. I don't know. Some kind wow, of large, yeah, some sort of large bird of prey. <laughs> That's all scary either way. <laughs> I, yeah, it tried to, it tried to take my dog. Whoa, really? Yeah. yeah. No way. So uh, I have a little dog, a little like five pound Pomeranian. Oh, okay. She's actually, dogs. she's actually right here on my lap. Oh, right wow. Now. What a cutie. Yeah. Wow. You, just, you, yeah. were just, you were waiting. You were waiting to bring yeah. her up. 
Yeah. She's a uh, very small. And uh, we, we were out this morning in the backyard and I see this giant bird swoop overhead of us. And I was like, what the, like, what is that? And I look at it and I'm like, that's a fucking giant bird. And he, he lands on my neighbor's house and I'm, and he's just watching my dog. Oh no. As she goes around the yard, his head is just following her. He's watching her and I'm like, oh no, don't you dare. And then he swoops down and swoops low, like within a couple of feet of my dog. Oh, trying really? to grab her and i ran at this oh, bird shit. and like i'm flapping my wings I'm oh like, yeah yeah that's not, i don't know you intimidate yeah i don't know what my neighbors must have thought i'm just out there <laughs> in the early in the morning going get the fuck out of here like yelling at the top yeah. of my lungs just flapping around person. oh my god it was nuts it was nuts <laughs> and then like we went inside and then uh i see him out the window of my kitchen on a neighbor's balcony eating a mouse so wow. uh, <laughs> he was lucky, hungry first choice was my dog, dog. <laughs> yeah. but the mouse was like this is the one well we're gonna have to do with this one yep <laughs> damn i mean <laughs> so that was rest, a first. In, rest in peace for the mouse but right you know at least your dog's safe or yeah. happy about that oh man like <laughs> that's good that's so crazy weird. that's a eventful morning for you that's nuts right that it's, doesn't happen no I, it's, like it's only this, wednesday who's it's, this urban hawk just <laughs> coming out here in the middle of the morning. Like, it's, oh, so weird. It's, it's Wednesday morning, man. What are you doing? It's not, I know, it's, like, take it's, it it's easy, the middle of the man. week. At least come on a weekend, man. Yeah. Like, give me some time to prepare, you know? Oh, my gosh. gosh. So, hey, killing it. Yeah. Things, <laughs> Literally, that was, yeah. That was a very strange. Uh, That's very strange. <laughs> strange beginning to this day. I, I almost can't even imagine that happening. It's so rare. I know it's so weird. Like, I think I've only ever seen a bird like that, like maybe once in the city. Yeah. Once, right. maybe. The, yeah, exactly. And then to, to have one in my backyard trying to take my dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's even more. Yeah, the, the percentage of that is very low. Yeah. Right. Especially in the city, too. That's weird. I feel like they would be more so in the country areas or. Yeah. And like that, right? that is a thing. Like, if you have small dogs in the country like they tell you to be careful of that yeah, like don't exactly. leave your dog out on Literally. its own because yeah. of like coyotes and birds of course but yeah. what a weird thing that i've never expected to happen in like downtown toronto <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's like, yeah maybe you'll run into a squirrel but mm -hmm. that's it yeah but my dog is unfazed by it she just kind of barked at it and was like oh that was a big weird looking squirrel and then yeah, yeah. went about her day but you know, you know what the thing is about these small dogs. I have a, I have a teacup Yorkie. She's also mm -hmm. four or five pounds. Is they're they're feisty. They're oh, yeah. they're ruthless. Like they don't they think they're bigger than they are. So Very that's why much. they're not phased at all no. by any of that. <laughs> we're we're the ones who are phased. Yeah, she was not scared. She was no. like, oh whatever. I'm gonna go take a nap in a sunbeam. Like there you go. Yeah. Just another day. Another day. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your dog's name? Evie. Oh Evie. I feel like I knew that. Maybe, have you posted about her on Facebook? She's most of my social media Mostly? at this okay. point. <laughs> exactly. You know what? You know what's funny? Uh, you know how they mentioned how you know owners look like their dogs? Mm -hmm. When you showed me, I was like, you guys kind of look alike with the same haircut and everything. <laughs> and on honestly, you also could pass as an, as an Eevee. You yeah. just look like an Eevee. But maybe yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I think I could pull off Evie. I could be you an could. Evie. You 100% could. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that could be your middle name. Who knows? <laughs> I take that as a high compliment because I think my dog is very cute. So 
Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Oh, very yeah, good. Yeah, I take that sure. as high praise. Oh, as you should. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're having a lovely day. I'm glad that you haven't been hunted by any hawks this no, morning. Not even close. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One one of us is safe. Yeah. You know, as yeah. the old saying goes, like any day you're not hunted by a hawk, that's a good day. That's I've never heard that, but it sounds, <laughs> it's a sounds, it's a very it famous good. saying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm totally living under a rock. Then <laughs> <laughs> should we get into your assignment? Yeah, let's do it. But yeah, we're so, recording, by the way, right? Oh, you bet we are. We're, we're, this is just a warm up. Oh yeah, no, we're in it. Oh, we're already in it. Like we're as soon as you it. put me in, we just straight oh, yeah. in. No, we just go right in. No, right in. No, yeah, no, too bad. I you want can't it warm all. Up. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, amazing. I love it. That's my favorite. We even did that it that way pretty much when we were able to do the recordings in person in studio. Right. It would be like, okay, come in, take off your jacket, sit in that chair. Okay, we're recording. How are you? (laughs) Hey, that's that's actually funny because that's I've never, I've never had this before. I'm usually Mm -hmm. when when I get on these record uh, podcasts or you know people start start to record, we we just go over like kind of like the the broad beats of the podcast mm-hmm. and then they start recording or like you know they always have technical issues yeah but you you're like nope i nope. already know what we're doing i'm in it if he's ready or not we're starting as soon as doesn't I doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> we'll honest, get ready. how are you nima yeah honest how are you it's not even a high exactly <laughs> it's my favorite way more efficient so for your assignment, you picked the category of connection with others. Yes. Um, which I'm always delighted when people pick that one because it gets picked very rarely for some reason. Really? It's the yeah. easiest one. I, I know. know. I think for a lot of people are the most afraid of that one. Uh, They're yeah. like, I'm okay with doing something that's just me, but I right. don't want to have to do anything that involves other people. people. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm always so happy when people pick this category because it's mm-hmm. one of the most important ones. For sure, yeah. And especially in this time, one that like is really valuable to invest your energy into <clears throat> because we're so isolated right now. Uh, mm-hmm. So the assignment that I gave you was that you had to do something nice for someone in your family. Yes, exactly. And so how did that I go? did just that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's actually, it was actually perfect timing because what happened was um, I actually got a message the last week Pretty much the, the time that we talked and, you know, we're getting ready. We booked the date to do our podcast mm-hmm. episode. Uh, this person messaged me because uh, because he watches my videos because I do content on my on my mm-hmm. on my Instagram. And he watches my videos. He's a fan. And he sent me an email uh, saying he's like one of the managers at uh, this place called the Chateau. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And they're, <laughs> and they're apparently going bankrupt. And I didn't know. Yeah, this they are. This week. Yeah. So he's like, hey, I'm <laughs> um, big fan. And uh, I want to just let you know blah, 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 all these things. Like, I like your videos, all this stuff. And also, um, I'm a manager at Le Chateau. I'd like to send you a um, big gift card for you to spend at Le Chateau. And oh, my I'm God. Like, amazing. Oh, that's great. Thank you. I don't even I didn't, I didn't even know what Le Chateau sells, but I was mm-hmm. like, all right, sure, whatever. It's free money. Um, but also, thank you very much for the support. Um, and so I, I got it. And then I was like, Hey, my mom has been asking or like, she, she hasn't been on a shopping spree or bought Mm -hmm. anything for herself or no one's really bought anything for her for a while. And I was like, Hey, this, this is a perfect opportunity to give this over to my mom so she can go and buy stuff for herself. And also I think Le Chateau has more stuff for women anyways. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. don't know. Yeah. They, like they do have men's clothing, but, um, it's one of those ones sort of like H and M where not every store does have a men's section or yeah yeah it's i guess h&m unisex. mostly does now but it like yeah. yeah it's like 
there will be some men's stuff, but it's mostly dresses, mostly women's right. clothing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, nothing wrong with anyone who wants to wear a dress, but yeah, like my mom, she uh she's she's been needing like you know like shoes or like a blouse yeah. or a dress or whatever for a long time and i was like this is a perfect opportunity especially it ties in with mm-hmm. the, the assignment i had for you for this podcast and i was like this would be a perfect opportunity to hand this gift card over to my mom surprise her with something positive because mm-hmm. especially during these times it's such a dark time and everyone's you know struggling and yeah, yeah i gave it to my mom and now she's going shopping saturday that's wonderful I spend the money and it's a good amount so yeah how was she how did she react to it she was so ecstatic she was very happy because she's also been struggling with you know money and we're, our mm-hmm. whole family has been um you know uh, my my dad got laid off with his work my mom did oh, i you know like my brother and i were both you know trying to grind it out doing online stuff and um you know with comedy it's very mm-hmm. obsolete right now but um so it's just uh, it was it was a it was a positive moment in her day in her week in her month Mm-hmm. that wasn't that that didn't happen very often right so over the past eight months and That's yeah she wonderful. was she was ecstatic she was great she was very grateful she was very happy i saw her smile for the first time like genuinely after a mm-hmm. while and um you could just see the joy in her in her face which was nice and and uh, now she'll get to have this day where she's not thinking about all those other things right yeah exactly Because it's not only the like the, a touching gift from her son but then also she gets to have a saturday just shopping and just mm-hmm. thinking about herself you know because moms like i don't know what your mom is like but moms traditionally are very much not thinking about themselves and never she's thinking about you guys she's never putting herself first yeah so to be able to have a day to just go and walk around and shop and try things on and like feel beautiful and and stuff that's wonderful i'm so happy yeah yeah and uh she yeah she that's that's the thing like she never thinks about herself it's always for other people which i understand Mm -hmm. it's such a mom thing and so yeah, it was great for once to see her in her face that like she she knew oh, okay like finally I can do something for myself. Yeah. So my yeah. my mom has not gone shopping for clothes for herself in like I don't even know how long. Like, yeah. Yeah. Decades. Um, decades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like for real, decades. Crazy. Maybe. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It's it is what it is. I don't. I guess. Yeah. Uh, all mom. Most moms are like that. Yeah, my mom wears uh, mine and my sister's hand me downs. Okay, nice. Like <laughs> every time I go, every time I go to visit my mom, I like bring her some clothes that okay. I think might fit her that she might like. Or yeah, that's very sweet. <laughs> stuff because uh, like the same size, pretty much. Yeah, my mom is, is a really petite lady. Okay. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> and <laughs> as as are you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we are both very petite ladies. She might be smaller than me at this point, honestly. Oh wow, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I have an like my, not no offense to my mom. This is not a bad thing, but I have an no. older mom as my, as moms go for for my age. Like, yeah, I'm the youngest by a wide margin. So yeah, um, and uh, as she's gotten older, she's gotten more petite. Of course, as, as happens, happens, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got like you know everybody has things that they don't need anymore and stuff. So whenever I'm going away through stuff for like, oh, what am I gonna give to give away or whatever. I'm right. always putting aside things that I'm like, oh, this looks to be mom size or yeah. <laughs> mom, I know mom needs new pants. So right. I'm going to set aside any pants that I have to right. give away. And That's so thoughtful. And, yeah. And then she gets to have this like trying them all on and stuff. Like mm. my mom is a real homebody, like a bit of a recluse right. even. So okay. the idea of going out and going shopping is Hates like, it. no, doesn't want to. Like right. would love to go shopping for me. 
uh, of like, we can go out and you can try things on. Yeah. We can find something you like. That uh, would be a nice day for her, but things for her, mm. no, she would much rather have the experience at home with things that I've brought. She, yeah, it's it's a very she's a very uh, selfless w- woman, mm-hmm. and she's very caring for her family, which is nice. yeah, she is. Tell That's me about great. your mom. She's What's your mom great. like? Uh, she, oh, What's her name? Great. Uh, her name's Akram. 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 <laughs> Tell me about Akram. Akram. Yeah. Um. She's very. She's she's a very caring person, genuine person, um, hardworking, very resilient. Mm-hmm. She. Obviously, she, uh, her my my dad, got, you know, came as refugees from Iran, thirty years ago, over thirty years ago, and ever since they came to Canada, and they had me because my brother was also born there, um, but he was they moved, came here when he was like four or five. Um, she's all she's been like busting her ass every day, day in and out, trying to make some money for the fa- for the mm-hmm. family, uh, you know, working th- like seventeen different jobs over the course of you know twenty years, and then. You know, finally, she she went to school after like 20 years. And like when I turned 20, pretty much um, because she it's, it's not her dream to just work in like random places. Right. And like mm-hmm. cooking like food and re- random restaurants. She wanted to always do something for herself, but she never got to because of me and my brother. Right. Because um, my dad always worked and she had to kind of like yeah. take care of us more at home. Um, and so she's she's very resilient in terms of like, you know, she went back to school at age like 50. Good and for her. She went to hospital. She studied hospitality and tourism, finished her degree, came out, tried to get work, but it didn't work again. So she had to go back to work, make some money just mm-hmm. to, you know, study more. And then like, you know, things didn't work out again. And then she went back to uh, school to do real estate. And now she's getting a real nice. estate license. And then COVID happened. And now everyone's getting just fucked yeah. by, <laughs> by everything. And so she's like in that, in the middle now, just stuck again. But you know yeah she's in a limbo place right now yeah, still doing mm-hmm. more online stuff with the real estate and then eventually she'll she'll get her certificate and her license in the next year or so hopefully and yeah so she just she she's very independent very independent um your mom sounds like a boss she's yeah she is yeah very much yeah she doesn't mm-hmm. fuck like she doesn't like let people you know fuck with her and like that you know um i'll be but you know she's such a nice person though like people have tended to take advantage of her mm-hmm. in many ways but, you know, she's also like gotten past that, too. And she's uh, everyone has something to learn or grow on every day of their life. Of course. Right? So that's something she's trying to been, you know, she's trying to, you know, figure out for herself and get better in. But also, yeah, like she's just she she's also a homebody, too. Like she mm-hmm. hates going out. She doesn't like pe- having people over more you know, yep. as much as other people. <laughs> and she doesn't yeah, she doesn't care to buy new clothes. She's, just, she's very, yeah. very OK with the clothes she has. And mm-hmm. yeah. It's just very simple. It's a very simple life for her. So I think there's something too, like about when, uh, when you've known struggle and stuff, like it rearranges what your priorities are, you know? So like uh, with my mom, for example, like we, I was, we were pretty poor when I was growing up and uh, like, so my mom, the idea of buying herself clothes when she has other clothes like she's (laughs) like she has a shirt already wait i don't need more shirts (laughs) yeah i already have a shirt yeah what do you mean yeah yes it's like a hand-me-down from my like older male cousin uh, from the (laughs) 90s uh (laughs) but it's a shirt yeah Uh, (laughs) so she's gonna make it work yeah i'm comfortable who cares Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) 
So Honestly, it, I don't, I don't, you don't, I don't put yourself that. at the top of your priority list. No. Because you've got I, a family to take care of. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing actually, because the more sim- simplicity there is, the more, the happier you can be, honestly. Yeah. And I found that my, for myself too, because I'm very, I live a very, I try to live more minimalistic life mm-hmm. myself. I don't, I also don't really care to buy new clothes either. I'm very okay with, you know, having three different same black t-shirts. Yep. <laughs> just cycle through them, do laundry. I have to Steve one pair Jobs of jeans. Style. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> one pair of jeans, one track pants, one sweater, and I'm good, yep. you know? Uh, and it's, there's less to worry about. You save money, you save time. Uh, and, you know, it just, there's a lot less stress on your mind about what you need to wear every day. Mm-hmm. You just get more I think uh, with uh, moms who don't prioritize themselves, it sort of becomes our role as their children to try and steer them towards thinking about themselves sometimes <laughs> like like you giving your mom the gift card being being like you deserve this like yeah you deserve to be spoiled for a day and yeah. like <laughs> so you have to kind of remind them like hey you're a person too mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's okay take yeah. it <laughs> no this is yours yeah <laughs> it's okay yeah no there's no prank <laughs> that's it for once in your life yeah. Just accept it. That's it. Yeah. Um, what have you been doing to connect with others outside of your family during this time? Um, I've been doing a lot more reaching out to people who I've lost contact with a little bit. Oh, throughout, that's throughout nice. The years, which is not, you know, like FaceTiming people, old friends, mm-hmm. um, you know, just certain people I just want to reach out to and, you know, see how they're doing and, you know, potentially even, um, you know, work with them in, mm-hmm. in business terms because, you know, they're doing something cool and I'm doing something cool and I, maybe we can mesh well together or yeah, just in general, you know, like just friends that are close to me mm-hmm. um, that I haven't really hung out with, especially because of COVID. Um, you know, I, I've been FaceTiming a lot of people, FaceTiming a lot of people yep. <laughs> uh, and not, you know, like I schedule it in, I, I, you know, 15, 20 minutes, that's all you yep. need. Right. And if it goes longer, that's, that's great. But yeah, like, it's like just, a, just a, a few minutes of reaching out to someone and, you know, seeing their face, talking, hearing their voice, it mm-hmm. goes a long way and people appreciate that. And it makes you feel better. And it's just, yeah, it's Absolutely. not a bad thing to do at all. And um, yeah. During times like this, <clears throat> we really have to be purposeful about it. Like you yeah. said, like mark it down, put it in the calendar, block out the time. Intention. Be- yeah. Cause uh, we before all of this COVID stuff just had that social need filled automatically sort of through our day-to-day right things just sort of happen naturally you see some people during the day maybe you go to work you see some people there like uh it's filled without needing the intention but right now we really need to (laughs) yeah block it out schedule the time in yeah Um, because you don't realize too how much you really need it until you get it. Hundred percent. Yeah, and I've I've noticed that for myself too. Because I never used to plan my days out before. Mm-hmm. But once COVID happened, it was honestly a blessing in disguise because I realized how much time I'm actually wasting, not being productive and doing yeah. things that I want to do or that I need to do for my life and for mm-hmm. my craft, right? And so scheduling things in like that actually is you see how important that is. Uh, and it just like it makes your day smooth uh, makes your day flow smoother flow yeah mm-hmm. flow smoother and um it's it's i think it's very crucial yeah uh, especially during this time because like you're you're just by yourself or some people are living on their own 
mm-hmm. and it could get depressing. And I, you know, obviously I know how that feels. So yeah. Giving yourself a bit of structure in an unstructured time is yeah. really important. Sure. <clears throat> Putting things in your calendar. Like I know for me at the beginning of this whole thing, when things were like completely locked down and there was really nothing to do mm-hmm. uh, that, yeah, it was just like, okay, let's put two things in the calendar every day. Yeah. Even if they're that- small things, whatever it is, like, Mm-hmm. gonna do the dishes put the dishes in the calendar <laughs> That's it. yeah simple start 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 small yeah. and like for us as comedians we're used to a certain pace with our life right like being busy constantly that like every minute is accounted for and yep. you're doing so much all of the time that you aren't even like really clocking how much you're doing or how much you might be burning yourself out yeah. And I think as a, well, that's the thing. It's funny you mentioned that because I also thought when, before COVID happened uh, that I was always busy, mm-hmm. you know, cause I have to do stand up three sets a night or two sets or, and then I got to do this video and this audition, but I realized there's a lot of wasting time as well, mm-hmm. because you think you're, you're doing stuff, but really you're just attaching like a five minute thing to a whole two hours or three hours and then yeah. you're like oh you're like oh i'm so busy you know but that but i realized now with covid i could have been doing so much so much more writing so much more reading so much more learning in those like lulls mm-hmm. you know in between shows or whatever and um a lot of people neglect that especially you know comedians i a lot of people you know i just know how comedians work and they they think it's just like a different um, it's a it's the wrong mindset i think um yeah. sometimes and when you plan stuff out, you really see, oh, shit, okay, I can just use this 15-minute block. You can start at five minutes, just mm-hmm. write for five minutes. And then you start small and you build up from that. That's great. It so it sounds like this has been a real time of growth for you in your comedy. Yeah, well, not just comedy, just in my life in general, too. Mm-hmm. Just Because uh, I was that's the thing. I was always going so hard on the career mode that I neglected my whole life. I was, mm-hmm. I didn't, my, my diet was bad. My an exercise, I didn't take care of my health. You know, it was all going down the drain. And so I got time to just like step back and focus just on me for once. And I realized I have very, uh, many different bad habits in my daily life. Like I was never making my bed in the mornings. Um, I would sleep. That one's I, huge. I've given that out huge. as an assignment before. Of oh, just okay. make your bed every day. Yeah. That changes it's, everything. <laughs> it's it's so good. It's such a simple task. And I talk about this all the time to, um, on on socials too and like to people. And I'm like, just start with that. Yeah. Because a small thing like that lets you know that, oh, okay, like I already did something in mm-hmm. my morning. I haven't even left my room. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the same, same idea with, you know, um, uh, cluttered desk, cluttered mind. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. And so once you start with something small like that, then it's like, oh, okay, like I can do more, more now. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't realize like when you're not making your bed and every time you see it, every time you're in your room, you're like, my bed's a mess. I'm a mess. Everything's yeah, a mess. <laughs> like, Blame everything but yourself. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And like it comes down on you. <laughs> it does. And I've, and that's the, that's the problem. And so, yeah, for me, I, I know I, I, my sleep was shit. It was just terrible. I, I had the worst sleeping habits. I slept at four or five in the morning mm-hmm. and I'd wake up at like 12 PM. I'm familiar with this. Yeah. Right. Well, and like, it's the, it's the, it's the comic life. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But at some point I was like, how can I ever be successful if I'm going to be doing this? Cause like like people who actually are winners and they're successful, like, you know, 
a, just a, an easy example is someone like Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. As many people don't like his comedy or whatever, it doesn't matter. He's the most successful comedian in the world. And that's because of his hard work and his work ethic and his, mm-hmm. his mentality, right? It's just, it's all mindset. And the, the talent comes after. So it's all about effort. Effort goes a long way and more than you think. It's true. So It's true. And uh, like it, it often, like we hate to admit this, but it often matters more than how talented you are. Yeah, for sure. It does. For real. Like yeah. if you're, you could be extremely talented, mm-hmm. but if you aren't working hard. It's a lost cause. Putting in the work, then it's not going to happen. Like no. Exactly. Nobody's going to see you yeah. or like, <clears throat> or people are going to see that you aren't a hard worker. And so they're not going to choose you for a thing or right. it breaks my heart when I see comedians who uh, you can so clearly see like, oh, you're the only thing getting in your way. I know. I know. Doesn't I that just that. break your heart? It does. I just want to shake time. them. <laughs> no, like you come on, just change this one thing. Yeah. And you'll be so much better. Yes. I just yeah. want to shake these all people. Time. Like, ah, oh, you're like, you're so much more talented than I am. I like if I you just, if you, literally, if you would just show up to shows on time or stick to the amount of time that you were given and not run the clock or mm-hmm. drink less at the sh- at shows, yeah. you know, yeah. if like, <laughs> if Very you just simple. do those things. Very simple. But then, that's the like, thing. Those people, don't just, they don't, see, they don't see it. They don't see it. Mm-hmm. They just don't see it for themselves. And And the worst part is the sad part is. You can't change someone else. No. They have to want to change for themselves. You can tell them everything, mm-hmm. but it's up to them to make the decisions. Exactly. And most of the time, in that, in that in that state of mind, they're not even ready to listen. No, and it, yeah, it's it's very frustrating, but it's true. It's oh, like yeah. it, everybody's growth is really up to them, and yeah. you can't like you can be supportive and stuff, but like you can't really you're not steering that ship. No, you know. It's not up to you. No. There's too too much of your own stuff that you have to worry about. That exactly. And and that's the thing. People think, oh, like I've, um, you know, I I finished. I come. I know. I fixed my sleeping habit. Now I'm good. My life. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do anything else. That's that's also the wrong mentality because once you stop, then it's gonna go straight back to the old habits, right? So mm-hmm. you all. It's always. It's it's an everyday thing. It's honestly. You have to be working on yourself and everything else that you care about and that you're passionate about every single day, day in and day out, right? And it, it happens when you plan and when you have a structured plan and, yeah. and just ideas every That's day. what this whole podcast is about is like, yeah, it's the maintenance. It's that like you got to keep it up. You keep have up. to yeah, that's it. keep doing it every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, from all of the bad habits that you have that you do so easily every day that when you do something every day it gets to be easy right yeah so like it feels like a grind at first whatever it is that you're trying to take on what even if it's just something like making your bed or you know spending 15 minutes writing every day yeah it might feel like a grind at first but it's gonna get easier as it becomes incorporated into your routine Mm -hmm. and then it's gonna happen just as automatically as all of the bad stuff that you were doing before Exactly, And I think it's especially important when it comes to your inner world, like the maintenance of happiness, which is what this whole mm-hmm. show is about. Right. Yeah. 
is like that's something you gotta choose every day yeah like every day you gotta tell yourself like i'm gonna work on being kinder to myself i'm gonna work on my mental health every day 100 percent as happiness without happiness there's not you can't there's nothing else no what are like other what are you doing anything for if not happiness there there's some and life isn't sustainable without happiness too like or it is but you're gonna struggle hard you're gonna have regrets and that's the worst thing anyone can go through. exactly and i think like people people get lost in like to go back to what we were saying about like comedians who you're like oh if you just yeah. If you just realize this thing, if you could just like get right with yourself, then you'd be unstoppable. People get into this kind of mindset of equating happiness and avoiding sadness. Those are different things. Different. Like trying to keep pain out is different than trying to let happiness in. Yeah, exactly. So somebody who's like drinking a lot at the show. Yeah. That looks to me to be more like trying to keep pain out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. than it does like trying to invite happiness in for sure 100 percent. and that, that that's that's the sad saddest thing is cause, well because if in order to gain happiness you have to go through the sadness first yeah exactly you have to you have to go through it you can't avoid it it's only going to make things worse mm-hmm. and well it's going to hurt at first obviously but then um, it's like i'm telling you it's just it's it's so much more worth it Yes, it is. Afterwards, you know, down the line. I was talking to somebody about this the other day and uh, I was using the, this, I was using this analogy. It's going to sound dramatic, um, but I feel like it's pretty accurate of like sadness, pain, trauma, whatever it is. Uh, if you think of it, like when you get shot, if you've been shot and like the bullet's still in there and it's like, you can leave the bullet in but that's going to cause problems down the line and it's going to be painful to take the bullet out, Mm -hmm. but it'll heal. And then it's just a scar. Exactly. Right. And like, maybe like you might have a lot of bullets and it might be overwhelming to (laughs) to think about digging all of them out. You're not going to try to dig them all out at the same time. No. Right. One at a time. And some of them might just be little BBs. That's it. You know, and mm-hmm. some of them might be bigger, but uh, yeah, one at a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you're stronger, two at a time. Who knows? Yeah. This, everyone's different. But, but you're the, n- the main point is to just try. Do it. <laughs> just exactly. do it. It's worth and it. It's it's worth it, and it's you know you're, you're it's inevitable. Like eventually you'll 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 start feeling better. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And I wish more people would just know that, or at least grasp that. Yeah. That thought. I was reading about. Um, like uh, emotions and stress and how it's helpful to think of it like a circle sort of like uh, your emotion will have a cycle and it wants to complete the full cycle so when you experience an emotion that you're like not pleased about having like sadness pain anger whatever it is and you go no 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 not today and try to push it down and push it away what you're doing is you're keeping that emotion from completing its cycle so you start feeling the emotion that's like the beginning of the circle and then you push it down and then it's just stuck at that point Mm. right you gotta go into it feel the feeling maybe it comes on a little stronger you feel it a lot if it's something like sadness you know maybe you cry Mm. and then that completes the cycle 
and then the feeling melts away. Interesting. So uh, we tend to try and push down these feelings instead of actually letting ourselves experience the emotion. Definitely. When the irony is that actually experiencing the emotion is what (laughs) is what takes the emotion away. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Who would have thought? (laughs) Right. It just it wants to come into the room. It wants to say its piece, and then it'll go. That's it. And it'll go. It'll fuck up. Yeah. That's it. That's a good analogy, actually. It's a good one. I like that. What are you drinking, by the way? Is that like uh, some healthy ginger root? Or oh, this something? is or? A, this is some orange mango juice right orange here. Orange mango, damn, mm-hmm. so sweet. I'm living my so. good life today. <laughs> this really is are. my post hoc attack beverage. Oh, oh, you deserve it. Honestly, you deserve it. I got I got this big jug of water. Oh my God, that's the biggest it, jug of water I've ever massive. seen. And it actually, it gives me reminders of how well I'm doing throughout the is day. Is that? the amount you're supposed to drink in a full day yeah so a full bottle uh-huh. is pretty much um how much you're supposed to drink in a day yeah but like it so what are you at right now you're at keep drinking i might <laughs> keep drinking it's at 3 p.m I'm, I'm ahead of the curve i'm ahead of the it's almost three so i gotta uh, a little bit drinking. ago you were at that's it <laughs> that's it right that's Man, like oh wait, wait, shame wait. me <laughs> wait 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 i want to read i want to read okay so to yeah. describe to the listeners what this bottle looks like it it looks like a, it looks like a bottle that you would put on top of like a water dispenser. <laughs> yeah, right. It does. It does. It's even blue. It's even the same color. I know. It's the, the same look shape. Farther than usual. Yeah. And then it has like uh, gradient uh, markings for how much yeah. water you've drinking, with a timestamp of when you should have <laughs> drinking that water by, mm-hmm. and then uh, what starts to be encouraging messages and it seems to get more critical of you as you drink more water. Very critical. So it yeah. starts with "Good morning!" exclamation point. Yeah. Very lovely start to the day. Uh, then at 9 a.m., you've got it. Very encouraging. Yeah. Um, what's this next one? Remember your goal. Yeah. That's great. Good. And then a, that's it. That's it. And that's then, a hard one. And then around <laughs> mid midday, it goes, keep drinking. No yeah. excuses. <laughs> yeah. a, a little, little bit, bit more. more. And then at the end, well done. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Very... <laughs> just why does it get so mean to you in the middle i don't know like come on man it's just just water like no excuses i'm just drinking some water man relax (laughs) (laughs) okay calm down (laughs) i'm busy okay maybe i just had a meeting and i didn't have access to my bottle no excuses (laughs) (laughs) sorry gosh (laughs) but hey water is water is the best i love water water is essential to life yes it is i love it it's my favorite thing in the world it's funny already in like i think we're only yeah we're only almost 40 minutes in and oh really damn that was quick i know right and i think we've hit on like maybe four previous assignments just in the things that you're doing in your life right now oh nice which is lovely (laughs) like you're making (laughs) your bed you're you're drinking water like I gave Tamara Siobhan that assignment just uh, a few, a few nice. weeks ago that she had to okay. <laughs> She hates water, doesn't she? she said yeah, that. she, she had, said but that. I made her uh, treat herself like a plant. <laughs> I so love she it. had to make sure that she got sun, air, and water Amazing. every day. Nice air um, yeah. But yeah, it sounds like you're really on a great track right now. Yeah. I'm, well, I, that's the thing. I How are you I, feeling? I feel the best I've ever felt in my entire life. I've, that's awesome, uh, man. Yeah, ever since COVID happened, literally, it's just been the best time of my life, be- just working on myself. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of great things have happened. My diet's been the best it's ever been. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not dieting. It's just a different, it's a way of lifestyle. No, now. totally. I get it. And like, even just uh, like making more food at home, having yeah, more time right. to actually like 
plan out what you want to eat that day. Cause mm-hmm. so much of the time when we're leaning on stuff like fast food or takeout and stuff, it's not even because that's what we want. It's just because we sort of Easy. ran out of time where mm-hmm. you're just like, Oh, I'm hungry now. And mm-hmm. I forgot to plan what I was going to eat. So yeah. I don't have groceries or stuff that I cooked yet. So I guess I got to order. Right. But in the end, it's never worth it. No, I it's try, never I'll worth tell it. You that firsthand. I'll tell you that firsthand. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, and that's the thing I, it, it's a, it has to be a lifestyle change because if you, if you associate you eating healthy as a diet, that means there's an end goal, which means that when yeah. you're done, what happens? You get next? to stop. Go yeah, back. exactly. Like, oh, I'm going to stop eating well no, right? once I reach this goal. Exactly. Which is not obviously sustainable. So you have to just, um, just, you have to know why you're doing it in the first place and what you, your body needs. Mm-hmm. And then you just go from there. It's simple as that. And so that's helped me a lot. You know, I've been intermittent fasting every day for the past seven, eight months. Mm-hmm. And that's been a huge benefit uh, for my body. I, that's you know, great. Been, my energy is higher. I can sleep better, you know, um, and, and, you know, taking vitamins too. It's been helping and exercising more. And yeah, like weight's been going down and feels good. So I'm proud it's of you, just, man. Um, yeah, it's a great time in my life. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy you. about yeah. that. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah. know, like, it's a weird time to be doing really well. It uh, is, I know, right? Literally, <laughs> especially like a, as a comedian, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's a weird time. <laughs> I know, yeah. But, like, and that's the thing. <laughs> it's funny because it's, like, as soon as I stopped doing stand-up, pretty much, all this mm-hmm. stuff, great things started yeah. happening. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I want to stop doing stand-up. Obviously, I love stand-up. I can't wait to do more. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, ironic how that happens. You know? It has been, like, uh, I don't know, a real a real time of reflection in my relationship with comedy Mm -hmm. and stuff and thinking about like, okay, like what do I really want? And like, what should I be doing with this time? And yeah. How's it been going for you? you Well, for me, like uh, I haven't been doing zoom shows. Yeah. um, And during that little window, when we had shows again, I wasn't performing. I have some health Mm -hmm. stuff, so I have to be like very, very, very cautious. Right. So I couldn't be going to comedy bar and stuff as much as I would love to. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I've been thinking about it and I'm like, mm, there's not really for me any point in working on stand-up specific material right now because I'm not going to be able to perform it for quite some time. Yeah. And uh, like, so I can write a bunch of stuff, but I can't work any of it out. So right. it just doesn't seem like that's really what I should be putting my energy into. Mm-hmm. And so I've been giving a lot of thought to like, what other things what other goals do I have and what other things do I want to do? And I have like many, many things that are comedy or performing adjacent that yeah. I would love to do. Oh, um, great. And so I'm sort of like making this list for myself in my head of like, what would I like to, to do? And some of it is close in the next couple of years. Some of it is like way down the line, like 20 years from now, I would love to write a book or like things nice. like that. And what I was noticing in all of these things that I was listing, um, I was like, oh, I had thought that the central piece of this map of stuff was comedy, um, but it's not quite. It's, I want to tell stories, which Mm. is comedy adjacent. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm looking at everything. I'm like, I want to. I want to write a book. Uh, I'd love to write a screenplay. I want to write for television. I want to, I'd love to give talks at schools. Mm, that's a good one. I, like, and I'm like, what do all of these things in, have in common? They have stories in common. So now I'm yeah. just like, okay, let's just have this be a time of 
making note of all of my ideas and putting that sort of filter on everything. Like, you know how with stand up, you're sort of, it's always running in the background. It's like a program that doesn't turn off where you're mm -hmm. just scanning your life and your environment and every situation for comedy. Yeah. And so now I'm just like, let's scan the environment for things that are story related, characters, ideas, like funny moments and stuff, things that aren't that maybe I would have noticed before, but I wouldn't have written down for stand-up. you know? Yeah. That's interesting. So when's your, when's your Ted talk? going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see this. But that's we'll good see. though, because yeah, that's good. You know, cause you already have experience talking on stage mm -hmm. and making people laugh. So it's like, it's, it ties in hand in hand. And yeah. so it's, it's almost like a, it's like you already know how to do it. It's just a matter of doing it and having the opportunity. Yeah. Obviously, but and reapplying skills yeah, in different different areas, right? Yeah, and it's not something new, completely yeah. new. But and like it is a re new thing, yeah. Realizing how much I like, <laughs> I, how much I just really need to just let myself maybe fail at things. I think that's yeah. a big thing for me. Right. That that's, like yeah. these goals feel big and unattainable. Mm. And so my instinct is to be like, okay, we'll just put them over there and we'll look at them. And, uh, and like, won't that be nice up on that, on yeah. that shelf? <laughs> we could just look yeah. at those goals and mm -hmm. not make any steps towards actually achieving them. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. But so I think yeah, that's, that's now good. I've recognized them. I need to get myself to like, yeah. okay, let's figure out a plan of attack here. Like, mm -hmm. how do we get this stuff done? Yeah, that's good. And uh, that's the thing. I don't I don't believe in like any goals being too big because mm -hmm. you could just it could be a big goal, but it doesn't mean you have to get it done right away. You, you, as long as you're chipping away at it. Yeah. Like every day or whatever. Um, if you have a consistent schedule of like doing it, then that's all that matters. And, mm -hmm. you know, you're bound to get results and success. Exactly. Right and that's at just least been... at the very least you learn from it and then you if it doesn't work out. Then, OK, then for sure. The next thing. Right. Absolutely. You learn so much from failing at things. Yeah, you have to. That it was always worth having done it. Yeah. Doing you know? stand up, we know. Yeah. It's, right? You know. Failing. There's a lot of so, failure in stand up. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's just uh, how do I take the tolerance for failure that I have gained yeah. from stand up That's and right. how yeah. do I let it push me to do and try these other new things? Mm -hmm. Well, it's honestly, I think stand-up is the scariest thing anyone can yeah. do. So anything after that <laughs> is light work. It's yeah. easy. So exactly I, I like that, that's one of the most frustrating things about like not being able to get myself to like sit down and, and tackle the new stuff is like, why am I so afraid of this? Like stand-up is so much scarier. Yeah. Like how much scarier is performing in front of a live audience? doing stand-up by yourself than it is to sit at home and be like, I'm going to write a sketch today. Just write <laughs> it. Like, why is that scarier? No, it's not <laughs> at all. It is for me. All. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's because like, you're not used to doing it maybe like as often or like, you know, it's, just, it's not something that you've put in as much effort and work into mm -hmm. it as you were doing for stand-up. And that's why people would just get complacent and they get comfortable yeah. and then it's easy to I really oh, like nice. things that I'm already good at. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like that, yeah. Any, 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 any day, yeah. Um, but that's the thing. It's like, yeah, if you really want to make that progress, then you got to just... Yeah, then you got to right? do the stuff that you're not good at. And like... Yeah, uh, Humility. 
you it's totally the same way with this kind of like personal development work yeah. right it's like you've got to put your energy in the areas yeah. that you're not good at yet yeah. like you were like i'm gonna put some energy into my diet and what yeah. i eat and my food yeah and it, it pays off so it uh yeah i just gotta fucking do, do it, it. <laughs> just fucking get it <laughs> let's talk more do exactly hey, Tracy, you got this shit <laughs> i believe in you it's all about planning it's all it is it's planning yeah simple as that uh are you a virgo <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm a virgin um no i'm kidding um i'm a i'm a sagittarius i don't know what that means oh, okay 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 yeah <laughs> oh, is that a virgo thing to be organized? i'm not like a super i'm not like a super big astrology person but right. virgos are very like I'm a Virgo and Virgos are supposed to be very organized, very oh, really? schedule oriented. Oh, okay. Very methodical yeah. in their approach to things. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not, no, I, I was never like this. It's just, it's recent. Mm -hmm. It's a so new, the, it's the new evolution the new, of Nima. The new evolution. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm a Sagittarius Virgo. That's what I, <laughs> that's what's happening. <laughs> it's a transformation. <laughs> I don't, I don't believe in my birthday. I'm yeah. going to Virgo season. That's what's happening. Yeah. You're gonna have a, a rebirth day instead. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, exactly. Sometime yeah. between uh late August to late September. <laughs> I think that's oh so next year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you can wait. have a rebirth next year. Right. Yeah. I'll have my birthday this month and then mm -hmm. I'll have a rebirth. Nah. So what are the things that you have not started to tackle yet that are like next on your list for yourself for being better, feeling better, better mm -hmm. life? I'd say I'd say reading more and learning mm, more. Good one. In terms of like, you know, le just learning about the world more and mm -hmm. having more intel, I guess. And like reading, just reading books as well, just regular books. I have been reading here and there, but it's not, hasn't still, hasn't been made up like a consistent habit, mm -hmm. which I really want it to be. And, you know, I'm obviously working towards it, but um, I was just in, in the midst of working on other things so far. But yeah, that's another thing. That Nima, Nima, you just... You just told us how much you have accomplished. You do not need to be like, oh, like I, I'm, I'm gonna, I haven't, <laughs> like, you don't need to be so hard on yourself. Yes, you've got other stuff going on, yeah. other great things. You mean <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, no, I'm not, it's not enough. It's not enough. I need to do more. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I can't, I can't wait. I can't, can't, I can't be complacent. Um, so yeah, no, I, reading is definitely one big thing. Just to, just to learn more and like my one. vocabulary, grammar, everything, right? So and the best thing you can do right. for yourself as a writer is to read. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So that's my weakness is reading uh, yeah. and writing is my weakness. So I have to work on it. Mm -hmm. And I will, I will get better and better. Um, I, if you need any recommendations, I love Please. to read. Yeah, <laughs> so. I can see that. I can see in the background with your. Uh, yeah, we've got some. There. We've got some going on. In Damn. There. Killing that's one it. that's one of three bookshelves wow damn you're a big reader then a bit Shit, I, I like that. i have them organized uh in a very <laughs> dorky system as well hey whatever works that's great Brings you, you, joy. Just, you, you look you just look like a reader yeah i give that vibe don't i vibe yeah uh, yeah i do give a really <laughs> heavy reading vibe <laughs> <laughs> this i don't know what it is but you just do I Very definitely educated. seem like I have a book in my purse. That's for that's sure. the that's kind exactly of vibe it. that I give up for 100%. sure. Yeah, you got somewhere. It's hiding somewhere on you, on yeah. your person all the time. So that's it. <laughs> We're getting close to the end of our time here, which is insane. Oh, no. Wow, I feel like it's been 
going by so fast. I know. But that's because our conversation's so good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking to each other, Nima. That's it. It's a flowing conversation. Exactly. We have yeah. about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So any final thoughts related to the assignment of like doing kind things for people in your family? Yeah, I think it's very important to connect with people who you have lost touch with, mm-hmm. especially during these times. I know everyone's stressed out and, you know, like even my, me and my own family, we've lost, we've tried to actually at the beginning of it, we started connecting more than ever mm-hmm. by having family dinners together. Um, but then after a couple months, it started to die down again. And then like now it's like we're living like it's we're roommates again. Yeah. And so what, it's very easy to kind of like lose that um, that sense of like, you know, family and like mm-hmm. camaraderie. And so what it, what's important, I think, is to keep checking in to people, um, especially during these times, not just like for mental health reasons but just uh, for human reasons just the human reasons and to keep that maintain that connection still and Mm -hmm. just you never know like your own parents like i know many people just don't actually talk to your parent to their parents and on a deeper level Mm -hmm. and as frustrating as it might be sometimes which is it is (laughs) um like it's still beneficial to get thoughts out get emotions out just to see how they feel about the world or you know themselves or you right Mm -hmm. and so um, just keep trying. Effort is definitely the key and persistence is the key. Um, and that's it. You just have to, I don't know, if you if you want to have a better life and better connection with people, it's, it can't happen. It can't be a thing where it's like, oh, it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. It has to you got to make it happen. It's a plant. Yeah, you got to water. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So um, that's, I guess. I like what I, you said about like, it's so easy to just slip into like, oh, we're just roommates. Yeah. Right. Where it's like you can be in the same room as somebody and not be connecting with them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Very easy. Trust me. Being in the same space isn't the same as like spending quality time together. That's it. Yeah. Like being on your phone. Investing into that. Investing into the quality time. Yeah, exactly. And like trying to do new things or talking about newer certain things or like, uh, you know, like gaining interest in what that person is interested in, right? Yeah. Just like not just family, like with, in relationships in general. Um, so I, I've recently uh, have I've gotten into my first relationship ever. Congratulations. And yeah, thank you. Yeah, and it's going great because the number one thing that's been going that's that's been working is because of communication. Mm-hmm. Communication beats everything else. It's everything. As long as you're transparent and you're you know working things out every day with your partner or with mm-hmm. anyone. It's like you can't go wrong. Because that's how you get into trouble <clears throat> down the line is by not communicating. Almost every pl- problem can be tied back to a lack of proper communication. Like, exactly. I think about this all the time watching television and movies. Every conflict between characters comes from a lack of communication. Yeah. Somebody lied about something and now they're. Exactly. Oh, they've got to, you know, and then, oh, now it's causing all these problems. And like, how are they going to get out of this one? If they had just communicated clearly, it would have been yeah. fine. Or somebody gets caught doing something and doesn't explain themselves properly. Mm-hmm. And that's how things go, right? Clarity. Clarity. It's just all about being clarity. upfront and honest. That's it. And that transparency is the number one thing you can do. It's like, you can, mm-hmm. you can, um, you might be mad or you might be sad or, you know, hate, uh, you know, like, not, don't, don't want to forgive me, but you can't hate me for telling you the truth. Yeah. No, people right. will always respect you for being honest. Yeah. So that's my number one thing, I guess, with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's my 
it's my uh it's my motto i don't know if it is it's just i'm just (laughs) just saying that (laughs) just to look cool yeah and that's my motto for the for for life ladies and gentlemen you heard it Um, here first yeah what about you how about what's your what's your um thoughts on that on like you know connections and um what, what do you think is important to Keep I think alive. Yeah, I agree with you with communication. Mm-hmm. That that's everything. Yeah. And like for me, I uh in the last year I had a few of my friends move like my closest best friends move away. Mm. So now we have all of this distance between us and uh these are the people who I am who are take up the most real estate in my heart these friends and uh we don't always get to talk to each other super often and we're living in totally different places leaving different lives in some cases like there's a time difference even if it's not a big thing right and uh so really cherishing the time that you do have like when I do talk to those people and reminding them out loud like you are in my thoughts even when we aren't talking and uh, like our friendship continues in the absence of each other Hmm. reminding people that especially right now that like i'm still over here like loving you and supporting you and thinking about you and wishing you well all of the time even when we don't get to talk for a couple of months Hmm. that's good that's a good line i think I haven't even thought about that. So I'm going to start doing that, actually. That's <laughs> yeah, a smart just, idea. Just in general, I think, like, yeah, in as an overarching general note, just tell people how you feel about them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it goes a long way. Like, for just sure. tell people straight up how you feel about them. And you usually, think somebody's awesome, tell them that you think they're yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And because you never know how they're going to react. Like, usually no. they're actually very pleasantly surprised and happy about it. Exactly. That makes your day or whatever. So it's like, why wouldn't you want to deploy kindness? That is a, a perfect segue actually into the way that we end this podcast. Nice. Um, which is that I give the guest a genuine compliment. Yay. Can't wait. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> Nima, you're great. You're just a good dude. Just like a good solid dude. Just uh, nothing but good vibes off of you all of the time. You are super funny super supportive of other people and like so humble as well like i remember a couple years ago when we were both in that absolute competition and we had that week of shows and uh there were like a couple of shows where it was like the judges like the owner of the club and and things like that judging our performances and then the rest of the week was uh audience vote for their favorite and you sweeped the week. Like, <laughs> there was no question. <laughs> that was fun. It was like so clear after yeah. like a day two of like, okay, there's no way any of us stand a chance. Like, 100% he was taking this whole thing. Like, <laughs> there's no good. way. And uh, I just remember like the, the way that you handled that of like, you were just so humble and so like genuinely honored and surprised every night even though like 
six nights in a row. <laughs> so, nothing but Nima. <laughs> yeah. You were just like, you were so, you could tell that you were so genuinely in the moment and that you were so appreciative of it. Yeah. And fully not taking it for granted. There wasn't that ego thing that we see with comedians. Yeah. You don't have that. You're like, yeah, you're not, you're not artifice and ego on the outside. You're not this like, don't have this like weird comedian like shell <laughs> that, that we have, yeah, you know? know. Uh, yeah. Like you can see your heart all the time. Mm. And uh, uh, yeah, I just think that you're like a very yeah. sweet, down to earth and genuine person. And I'm wow. so happy for all of the good things that are happening for you <laughs> in your life and in your career and in yeah. yourself. I think that's wonderful. Wow. I don't even know what to say. That that is probably one of the nicest compliments I've ever gotten in my life. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Thank you. That's very You're nice welcome. Wow. I mean that, it. It means a lot. I really appreciate it. And yeah, everything you said is how I love to live my life by. Good. You know, staying humble, you know, genuine mm-hmm. as much as I can. And um because I know and it's like a- it's a testament to your mom. You were raised right. You can right, tell. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, that's some, yeah, exactly. So I, I think thanks to my mom and my dad, obviously, and so because I don't, I just, I don't want to live a fake life or like, um, mm-hmm. you know, be that like a not myself, yeah, ever, right? And so I'd rather just be true to myself as as much as I can every day, day in and day out, and then whatever happens from there. That's a beautiful thing, that's and that's a beautiful thing to be modeling for other people. Yeah, yeah, I want to inspire too. Yeah, right. Exactly. Inspire, mm-hmm. entertain. That's it. It's the whole goal of life. Oh. So. Nima. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. And, is, uh, I, honestly, one of the best podcasts I've done in a while. Thank you. Yeah, I'm delighted just, to hear that. Yeah, in terms of content, the material of it, you, yourself, and your personality, and just the flow of conversation more than anything, for sure. Thanks, Nima. Yeah, just, yeah. So good. You're doing good stuff too. So keep it going. Thank you. You too. Yeah. And listeners, go be nice to yourself and remember that love is everywhere. It is. And drink your water. God (laughs) damn it. Keep going. That's it. Keep going. That's it. No excuses. No excuses. Okay. I got to drink my, it's three o'clock. I got to continue drinking. (laughs) 